is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. And as always, your calls are your thoughts and your ideas. Your opinions are always welcome. 360-676-5464. We do have two very special guests here in the studio, though. If mm-hmm. you remember last last spring, I don't know, yeah. it was on uh, Bring Your Daughter to Work Day. Mm-hmm. My daughter, Ella, came in and was on the show for an hour. Yep. And she's back, and she's brought her BFF. Can I say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aoife is, is also yeah. our guest here in the yeah. studio today. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, well, we're glad to have both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. Aww. And we'll ask you some questions and find out what's in the mind of, um, because you're both 15. I know you're no. 15, Ella. Almost 16. Aoife is 16. Aoife is 16. Yeah. Well, and Ella, you're almost 16. Mm-hmm. So what's in the mind of 16-year-old girls right now? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what... Our probing questions will try to try All to right. bring out to decipher. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you've got uh, thoughts, um, as always, anything that's on your mind, we want to hear from you. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. But uh, you can ask these two young ladies what uh, what they think about different issues, or uh, it's a chance to. So we hear so much about what you guys are being taught in school, what mm. your influences are. How your lives are a, are a wreck, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah, is that a fair statement? Yeah, I would <laughs> just a couple of messes here yeah. in the studio. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, once again, three six zero six seven six five four six four. It's KGMI Connects, and our guests today, Ella and Efa. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I want to start out with just a couple of quick questions mm-hmm. from you guys. Well, first of all, today. It was, I guess, 60 years ago today that JFK was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Do you know who JFK was? Yes, yes. Okay. We do. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me who? Oh, oh, uh, he was the president. Yep. Okay. John F. Kennedy. Yep. All right. He was assassinated. 60 years ago. 60. Is it, did you say 60? <laughs> or do you say six? Six. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all right. We'll yeah. work on our history a little bit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you know what city that he was assassinated in? Oh, you know, deep in my mind, okay. it's in there somewhere. You know, in AP Psychology, we're learning about memory, and I don't, uh-huh. I don't remember what it's called, but I, I'm having like a retrieval issue right yeah. now. <laughs> I do remember learning about this. Uh-huh. A while ago yes. In, in one, it was, I think it was ninth grade. Uh-huh. I remember learning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when I take AP US history, I'll I'll know a little bit more about the sh- details. Yep. Okay. Of that. All right. Um, let's see. Well, I've got other questions, but uh, before I get to those, let's go to some callers. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Because that's what we do here on this show: is we welcome people to yes. call and offer their opinions or their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Everybody's thinking about different things every day, and yeah. uh, that's what makes our show super interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Is, yeah. is that okay? So uh, let's go to uh, Rich in uh, usually in Ferndale, but uh, today he's in Sedona, Arizona. Rich, good to have you with us. How's it going today, Joe? Very good, very good. You're on a uh, is it a road trip or? It's a family vacation that's been put off for a bunch of years. So it's a bunch of extended family going to a place with a nice climate. You know, it's nice this time of year. It's a Gorgeous. four thousand foot elevation, so and Sedona- cool at night, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, north of Phoenix, about right. an hour and a half. Sedona's beautiful, beautiful area. It is. Uh, you know, the just the natural rock formations and everything. And there there are supposed to be vortexes there that, um, I know they're healing. We learned about that today. Yeah? That lady moved away because Sedona was too uh, busy for her, and she went to North Carolina and had, had, had a new vortex place, and she just died two oh. years ago. Her name was Paige, I guess, the okay. lady that started the vortex thing. Huh. Real interesting. So we had a guided tour today. I learned a lot today about climate change. We had a guided tour to some ancient Indian ruins west of town. Okay. And the, the, the greenery here is very small. The shrubs are 20 feet high at the most. And I asked the lady, you know, what brings people here? And she said, well, originally there were farmers and ranchers, but prior to the Dust Bowl, 
there was it was all vast grasslands with three feet of topsoil or more. But the Dust Bowl, it all blew away. They had no rain for 10 years, and people had to leave. Uh-huh. And in the 1940s and 50s, there was no greenery at all. It was just rock and nothing. Okay. And then by the 1960s, it began to grow again. So this was a massive event. And I always was taught in school, so this would be a good question for your guests. I was taught in school that the Dust Bowl was mostly the fault of the farmers for tilling up the land improperly, and then it blew away, and there was no – that's why we have cover crops today to hold the soil down and – for erosion, uh-huh. but I asked the, the tour lady has worked for this company for 25 years, Pink Jeep Tours. Maybe you've heard of it, Joe, if you've been in that yeah, area. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a neat, neat place. And she said, not necessarily. There was not much farmers here in those Dust Bowl days, mm-hmm. but th- it was just so dry and so windy for so long that it blew the soil away. It, uh-huh. She said it was 10 years and no rain. And so I thought, wow, that's pretty cataclysmic if you lived here. And so I, what is taught in school? You know, what is taught in school today about the Dust Bowl? I was told that the farmers did bad management practices, and then they had a dry summer, and all the dirt blew away. And so that's not well, I've totally heard that the case. Too, but I, you know, of course, the Dust Bowl didn't. It was it was bigger than that region of Arizona. I think it uh, yeah, encompassed most, most, much a big of the chunk of North America. Yeah, huge yeah, area. Like you know, the plains, like I would say, half the continent probably. Right, right. The, you know, out into the, uh, you know, into uh, Oklahoma and Texas and 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 I know uh, Colorado was affected by it. But uh, yeah, Efa, do you have some thought or have you learned about the Dust Bowl? And um, I would say not in my like recent years of school, but I do remember there was a unit. Um, I don't know. I remember how long ago, but I do remember a unit on the Dust Bowl, and we definitely talked a little bit about, um, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say, like, who's at fault, but, like, who, um, how, like, farmers can, like, help control it, and it's, um, I think, there. I don't know when it's coming up, but um, I definitely am interested in learning more about it. It's uh, an interesting topic to me. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What a huge event, you know, that affected North America so drastically. And a hundred years ago, you couldn't say that it was human cause. You know, we hadn't been burning fossil fuels since 1890s or 1900s when they invented gasoline and internal combustion engines. So I looked at that and thought of our narrative today and thought, wow, if that could have happened 90 years ago and the population of the earth was nil and hardly any of them burned fuel, then how does that fit our narrative today? You know, I'm just always thinking about stuff okay. and asking questions. Always ask questions of everything to refine the uh, accuracy of your opinion and to seek uh, opinions from others. And you'll hear that, like this show, you hear so many different neat things that you've never heard. And like somebody thought of something, you're like, wow, I never thought of that. That's so simple. Okay. Like, wow, that's amazing. All right, Rick. Rich, I, well, I appreciate your right. thoughts, and, yeah. I, and I know your 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 thoughts on climate change, and uh, right. and have a great trip. I mean, that's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful part of the country. And uh, yeah. yeah, we spent when I uh, my wife and I lived in Arizona for in Phoenix for a few years in the late nineties, and made it up into the Sedona area. It's gorgeous. So have a great trip, and give us a call when you yeah. get back, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Sure. All right. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Rich. But speaking of now, our guests once again here in the studio are my daughter, Ella, and her best friend, Aoife. And Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of climate change, do you guys, do you think about climate change? Do you, is it something you worry about? Yes. That you're concerned about? Yeah. It is a very, I think one of like the biggest, out of like all of the things that have like recently gained traction um, and like the younger generations, I guess you could say. Climate change is one of, if not the biggest one, I would say, besides like mental health is another super big one too. But like you hear people, like um, in eighth grade, we did a mock Congress unit. So many people, um, which I guess to go more into that, it was, you had to make a bill that you were gonna like, quote unquote, submit to a fake Congress. Um, And so many people made their bill about, um, you know, preserving climate, like, you know, um, trying to go back on climate change or stopping fossil fuels and stuff like that. I think it's definitely a really big thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Aoife? I agree. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's like definitely over the years, even since I was like a very little kid, it was it's so noticeable now and mm-hmm. it's one of the biggest issues kind of yeah. in the world in my or not like it's definitely up there in terms of you know things that people need to be aware of yeah um, because it's i don't know what the specific statistic is mm-hmm. or whatever on uh like 
if it's irreversible or not, but it's definitely, I don't know if it's past that point, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely. um, Well, and I feel like a big part of it too is that a lot of people that I've talked to anyway see it as it's so important for us to know so much about it and to be advocates about climate change because we're going to be, we're the next future of adults coming into the world and it's going to be, you know, our turn to kind of try to um, reverse the damage that we've done and, you know, people who are going into the science field and stuff like that. It's really important that we're kind of taking on that role. Um, And yeah, so. Do you, do you curse us older folks for wrecking the planet for you? Yeah. Um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we deserve it a you little know, bit. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, sometimes. Hopefully it gets, because I think another thing is, like, people are very, like, aware of it and everything, but I wouldn't say, like, on a day-to-day basis, just, like, estimate, like, I wouldn't say people are, like, thinking about how. Taking charge. Yeah, taking charge, and, like, you know, people aren't going to see a can on the street and think about global warming and climate <laughs> change and everything like they're not gonna it's not really I, w- I would say it definitely needs to be on people's minds more even yeah. though you, as much as it is on people's minds it's not like mm-hmm. even I'm guilty of just like not thinking about it or just like, yeah but I do think it needs to be you know people need to kind of step up a little bit yeah in terms of all right well our guests once again ella and Eva, and mm-hmm. uh you can ask them any questions that are on your mind or bring up any topic it's kgmi connects here on this day before thanksgiving we'll be back in just a moment take more of your calls we got john Lou, jim on the line and we'll get to you too 360-676-5464 what are you going to do for thanksgiving i know one thing i'm going to prepare the turkey oh yeah How are you going to do it? You ever use the blowtorch method? No. How does that work? See, here's what you do. You get yourself the blowtorch, and you get a turkey. And this is where things get complicated. Does it do a good job? It's so juicy. You just peel off all the blackened skin, and voila! How long's that take? Ah, About seven hours, depending on the size of your bird. Standing there with the blowtorch the whole time? Nah, I'll get the kids to help. But your kids are three and five. When it comes to preparing the Thanksgiving turkey, there's a new method every year. But one thing never changes. The joy of being with those you love. So this Thanksgiving, however you choose to prepare your turkey, get to the airport the traditional way on Bel Air Airport or Shuttle. Avoid paying high fuel prices, parking, and the worst traffic of the year. Sit back, relax, and watch the frenzied world from inside Airporter's luxury motor coach. With enough round trips daily, you'll find the one that's just right for you. Visit airporter.com today. That's airporter.com. A change of season is a beautiful thing, but you've got to be comfortable to really enjoy it. Hi, Joe T. And for my friends at West Mechanical, Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Your furnace is back in action as temperatures have cooled down, and now is the time to have it checked by the pros at West Mechanical. An annual tune-up is essential to keep your equipment running as efficiently and as long as possible, but heating systems don't last forever, and it might be time to consider an upgrade. That could be a new ductless system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. The beauty of an efficient ductless system is that it both heats and cools your home, the perfect solution for year-round comfort. And right now, you can save $1,000 on the installation of a new Mitsubishi Electric System from West Mechanical. They're the pros I rely on, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So whether you're looking to keep your current system running its best or want to see options on a new way to keep warm and cool, contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. In the shop. And I saw a little headline that says, uh, how much does it cost to replace the Ford F-150 Lightning's battery? I thought, that ought to be interesting. Kurt from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. cost around, are you ready for this? 30,000 bucks. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. 
We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. He's standing in a row. First little turkey said, I don't want to grow. Second little turkey said, Some turkey music, you guys. I like it. And our guest here in the studio... It's Ella. Ella and, and Eva. What yeah. are you guys looking at? You're looking at their sports schedule over there. Yeah. Uh, well, see, I knew that you were airing um, the Squalicum and Linden basketball game on my birthday. Oh, so right. I decided to see if that was on this paper, and it is. It is? It Indeed is, in it fact. Is. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Well, uh, Ella and Eva are here. They'll answer your questions or take your thoughts. We will. <laughs> we will, yeah. And open books. Of, that's they're open. Yep, open books. That's right. They agreed to just come on here and bear their souls mm-hmm. on KGMI Connects. So uh, let's see. Let's go right back to the phones, shall we? Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe, uh, Ella, and and uh, Efa. I'm sorry. There we go. Um, I was going to ask you about like what kind of music you listen to. Um, have you ever listened to, like, there's a lot of uh, uh, YouTube music reactors, right? So whatever your favorite song is, you can go to YouTube and watch somebody else who's never heard it, listen to it, and say, oh, this is great, or no, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of young people that, I'm, that I watch, right, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them say, ah, you know, today's music kind of seems repetitive and mechanical mm-hmm. and auto-tuned. Yeah. And, you know, the, like, there was a real... I took it for granted. I'm I'm 60 years old, so mm-hmm. I got the benefit of <laughs> of listening to that great music when it was out, and I still yeah. cherish it today. I love the look on 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 young people's face when they when they you know listen to my 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 favorite <laughs> music. But I was going to ask you about that versus you know the weight of the world kind of questions. Uh, I'll I'll okay. leave the JFK. The JFK question. <laughs> okay, that was a joke, everyone. Well, let's see. What 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 do you guys what what kind of music do you like? I I have a good idea about Ella. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ifa. Um, I would say I definitely. Well, okay. My music taste. Uh, actually, I know a lot of people that also listen to, um, like older music, and mm-hmm. I think in general, like, uh, I don't know. You know, I can't speak for everyone, but I definitely think. For like me and people I know, um, kind of more like trending music is like I know there are a lot of songs from like the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. that are really you know popular and kind of a lot of songs kind of rise back up after a while when it comes yeah. to like trending or whatever it is. But um, it depends on you know where you look for your music and what you're into. But it's I definitely you know yeah. everyone has th- what what they're accustomed to. Because I, I know on Ella's playlist, you <laughs> surprise me sometimes. I was going to say, like, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, my music taste is all across the board, but, you know, I always have control over the music in the car, so, yeah. you know, I'll turn on a really great song, and my dad's like, oh, you know this band? I remember I was dancing one night many <laughs> years ago to this song. <laughs> I don't know if I was dancing, but <laughs> And, like, so, yeah, I feel like yeah. I really like older music. Me too. You don't have, you don't have much, uh, much stomach for my, my music, though, do no, you? No, it's... You don't really like the, I like the your metal. music. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Aoife, yeah. You, I, I enjoy it. You don't, you know, you don't... It's all the screaming metal, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> bad. Well, it's like I really have no limits for what I like to listen to personally. I remember... And a while ago, I put um, I was in the car and I had the ox and I put on I don't I don't know if this is like I don't remember if it's like niche or something but the the Cocteau twins and I my mom was mm-hmm. like oh, oh my co- god Cockatoo twins Cockatoo twins, twins. Is that yes what it is? Mm-hmm. I think so yeah I yeah. love the Cockatoo twins yeah and they were yeah and I my mom uh, was like oh you know them and I was like yeah yeah because it's like it's just it's weird how much old music comes back up and then again really i also love listening to my and especially and have our, yeah, yeah we have our music and yeah. uh especially i think one of the biggest like um older music comebacks was fleetwood mac oh yeah, yeah. that had made a big comeback on like basically everywhere on 100%. social media yeah um also uh i remember when um Stranger Things came out like running yes. up that hill. Running up that hill. That's a lot of what? 80s music. Uh-huh. There. 80s I mean, music a lot. Even yeah. early Metallica was on that yeah. soundtrack. And 
Yeah. Uh huh. So mm. it definitely, you know, a lot of people listen to. I think yeah. it's underestimated how much older music is listened yeah. to now. And uh, like then again, we still have our like yeah, new our age music. And yeah, our rap Brent and stuff Kaya like that. Yeah, you guys, yeah. Our Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator, which you know, I really it's hard to like pick favorite yeah. genres, but I do enjoy older music. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Thanks for your thought. Uh, the question there, John. Interesting. Uh, let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Howdy. Yeah, I'm very sympathetic to the young ladies because uh, I'm an old guy, 72 years old, just about. And uh, in 1970, I went to see a movie uh, at the theaters that was playing in theaters at that time about the coming Ice Age that was right around the corner. Okay. And uh, Hmm. believe it or not, the first warnings from our government about an impending Ice Age happened in 1895. And then uh, a few years later, there was a panic about global warming, and that never happened either. And then the, uh, uh, as I mentioned, the uh, Ice Age uh, rumors started around 1970, and uh, then the global warming rumors started in the late 80s. And uh, so the point I'm making is that nobody can explain who or what caused the end of the last Ice Age. The last ice age caused thousands of animals, like the woolly mammoth, who, which used to live right here in western Washington, and the saber-toothed tiger and many other animals to go extinct. Okay. Because in an ice age, there's no food, or the, much less food is available. So um, my point I want to challenge both mm-hmm. of your young ladies is this. If global cooling causes mass starvation and the extinction of thousands of animals, wouldn't global warming, which prolongs the growth and uh, the growing period for food and plants, wouldn't global warming be vastly preferable to global cooling because you'll have much more food available for animals and people everywhere? I think Bro, we should be okay. aiming for neither, personally. Yeah. <laughs> kind of keep things I, as is. I think is. we should keep it pretty well, in the middle. If we're talking about what um, caused the last ice age, um, as far as I'm aware, the Earth naturally goes through phases of being cooler yeah. and hotter, mm-hmm. which right now we are supposed to be hotter, which yeah. we are, but we're hotter than we are supposed because supposed of, to be. Yes. Well, I think that's the issue, and I'm I. I I'm not trying to dictate to you guys, mm-hmm. but that uh, we the, that we have in our own way, you could say artificially or yeah. human mm-hmm. activity has caused the warming to accelerate. Big well, time. yeah, to, faster than it would yeah. have otherwise. And there were changes. And, and uh, Lou said that there. And thanks for your call, Lou. But um, you know, they have pretty good ideas of how the ice age ended or how it how it reversed <laughs> yeah. and that's you know there were different changes as far as uh, volcanic activity uh carbon atmosphere yeah. carbon in the atmosphere changes yep. uh, and they have occurred what we're talking about now though is what we've put in the atmosphere and continue yes. to which is literally billions of tons of carbon into the atmosphere mm-hmm. every year so which hurts the ozone layer that, everyone hey, yep uh-huh and I, hole in I, the it, ozone i'm not saying that you can't have a a, a a different thought or opinion on it but it seems those who really study this stuff have come to a yep pretty yeah. much conclude have concluded that this is what's happening with the atmosphere but um so uh, so you're not uh, lou was trying to put you at ease i think but he didn't yes. necessarily uh yeah well yeah, I would say so I just wanted to answer his question hopefully I don't know if I did anything but <laughs> well, yeah go ahead what do you have more to answer and more to no add? well okay. do you I think, I think we pretty much covered it yeah. all right well let's take a quick break we got uh, we still have Jim on the line Michael and Fred have joined us we'll get to them and to your call too three six zero six seven six five four six four our guests here in the studio Ella and Eva. This is Steve Jostens from Hinton Chevrolet in Linden. Holidays are just around the corner with busy schedules coming up for everyone. So let's jump on that year-end purchase or that pre-winter service right away before we run out of time. Hinton Chevrolet, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden across from McDonald's or online at HintonMotors.com. 
staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Dewey Griffin Subaru, Ferndale Downtown Association, Lydia Place, UA Local 26, and Lorraine's Window Coverings. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The holidays are a special time, a time to gather with loved ones and celebrate, a time to embrace familial traditions, and let's be honest, to eat way too much amazing food. This Thanksgiving, the Archer Ale House is inviting you to begin a new tradition. Skip the kitchen, avoid the dishes, and let them do the work for you. The day starts at 10 a.m. with a proper Irish breakfast, serving till 2 p.m. Then it's an all-you-can-eat Thanksgiving buffet for only $35. Succulent turkey, mashed potatoes with thick, savory gravy, all your favorite traditional sides and yes there will be pie the archer alehouse offers over 100 different whiskeys rotating taps and craft cocktails galore so relax order a drink challenge your obnoxious uncle to a board game or simply enjoy all three football games reminder seattle kicks off at 5 20 against san francisco the archer alehouse is 21 plus so no kids table for you this year this thanksgiving enjoy everything you love about the holidays at the archer alehouse 10th and harris in fairhaven What a game changer. I'm Secretary of State Steve Hobbs. Voting for the general election ended November 7th, but results are not final until counties certify later this month. Your local election office will continue receiving ballots that were postmarked by Election Day and will make sure every valid vote counts. Check the status of your ballot by visiting votewa.gov. That's V-O-T-E-W-A dot G-O-V. Sponsored by the Office of Secretary of State and aired in cooperation with the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Yeah. We, we, we are gonna have a good time. You guys know this song. We do. I actually do know this song. Yeah. Do you? I do. Yeah. I know this song. <laughs> this is on the top of all my playlists. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. At least this time of year, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ella and Aoife are guests here in the studio, and we hope you'll call and join our conversation. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, 360-676-5464. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. Hey, Jim. Hi, Joe. How is everyone going? How's it going for everyone there? Doing well here. good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I uh, was originally going to talk about Gore Vidal because uh, uh, the 25th anniversary of JFK's assassination, he he was on with Larry King, so I dredged up in my memory all the experiences. I called it, the for me, obviously it's not for everyone, because the best 20 minutes I've ever seen of television was when he had a meeting with Gore Vidal on on, on the air. Okay. They, so our our guests here in the say, studio, Jim, are looking befuddled. They don't know who Gore Vidal or uh, Larry yeah. King, King were. But <laughs> that, well, that's I okay, guess the though. Point, the, the point is that Gore Vidal was actually fairly fa- quite famous uh, as in America, but he was excluded from the media a lot. And so he died uh, 11 years ago. And uh, but he was quite famous. He was a left winger, pretty much. He was a populist. He ran for Congress and the Senate twice, failed both times. And so I was going to uh, say stuff about that. I um, not quite sure if I should say it or not. It has to do with economics. So I guess I'll go ahead. Whatever okay. I said it before. Uh, that way, other people will be able to get on the air too. But. He was on Larry King, and after talking about the JFK thing, he said, um, Larry King said, well, what do you think about the election of the next president, which would have been the first George Herbert Walker Bush? Okay. And he said, uh, so Gorbidal said, well, no matter who the next president is, his name will be Herbert Hoover. And then Larry King said, well, do you think we're headed for a depression? And Gorbidal answered, he says, we're right in the middle of one. 
in a much squeezed middle class, it takes husband and wife working full time to make the same as it uh, did as the husband did in 1973. So, anecdotal evidence of that we're already in a depression and probably getting worse. And not to dwell on it, but you know that's what politics is about and paying attention. So I, I, I'm not going to try to say you should or shouldn't do anything. That's not my job. I hope you do the best you can, but this is just okay. one person that you can consider. I, I, I'm sure I'll call, mention Gore Vidal again if I'm still calling and all that, uh, Joe. So all right, anyway, Jim. Good, good, good luck to all of you, and thanks Thank for letting you. me on. Thank J- you. Jim would want you guys to read more leftist mm, politics. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so. Right. Uh, you know, maybe we'll dig up a Gore Vidal, some Gore yeah, Vidal for you. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. All right. Noted. Our guests, <laughs> Ella and Aoife here in the studio. Let's go to Michael and Lyndon. Hi, Michael. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. Yeah. A wonderful opportunity to ask some questions of your young guests and kind of get their mindset from what they're taught in the school system today. So I really want to thank them for coming on and be brave enough to field all of our questions today, as, as, as weird or difficult they may be. Yeah. So, <laughs> Good. Um, yes. Question I wanted to ask is two questions, actually. First, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask, do you think election fraud happens or has happened? And the second part of my question is, do they teach in school or are you aware that DACA has been ruled unconstitutional twice by a federal judge and that President Trump simply followed the current immigration laws that were passed by Congress when he was president. Okay. So I guess that's a two-part question, one about voting and voting rights and one about DACA and immigration. Okay, let's start with uh, voting and voting rights. You guys, uh, so— how do you feel about elections? I mean, if when you know when you in a couple of years you'll mm-hmm. be old enough to vote, yeah. yes. do you think do you think your vote will count? Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, I do. And vote. like, I don't know if like this was specifically catered toward the most recent presidential election, yeah. uh, but when a lot of that personally, when a lot of that was coming out about concerns about voting fraud, mm-hmm. I never really. Um, you know, looking into it more and really thinking realistically, were these people, like, were dead people voting? Um, were people's votes not counting? Yeah. I don't think that, personally, that really happened. Okay. Or that much, anyway. Aoife? So, I, yeah, I can agree Have you that. talked about it in school? Um, Have you talked about the election or elections? Not a little. Really? For us, it's like, I, well, we go to different schools, so yeah. I don't know if it's uh, taught differently or at mm-hmm. all, but I I think maybe a little bit, but I don't think it's something that we've really talked about a lot, just kind of focusing on other things. And it also depends yeah. a lot on, in high school, what courses you're taking, too, yeah. uh-huh. because if you're yeah. taking things like AP government and things like that or whatever it is, um, obviously you will. Because you're more of a, in, you're directing your, toward your interests, yeah. I yeah, guess. And if much. you're aiming to, you know, into that more political mm-hmm. realm, I suppose. Yeah. And then Michael was also asking about DACA. Are you familiar with that? It's the uh, Not- acronym for uh, the Deferred Deferred Action. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's a program that would allow people who are here mm-hmm. undocumented who are brought here by their parents in most cases as as kids they're brought here underage mm-hmm. so by and large brought mm-hmm. here of you know they didn't have a choice yeah. they were brought here by adults yeah. and uh, so they're here they've grown up here they've gone to school here yes. they've been part of the culture as you have growing up mm-hmm. and the the DACA program would then allow them to stay here yeah. to uh, work legally and to work toward uh, legal residency and and I, I as I understand it citizenship. Mm-hmm. Now it's been yeah. tested in the courts a number of times and hasn't been uh, definitively uh, decided by the Supreme Court, but um, it, it's met uh, mixed rulings in mm-hmm. the court system. So, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, as I explained it, uh, is that a program that you think would you would support or something yeah. that you would? Yeah, okay. I'm a little bit familiar with it. Um, I'm not, you know, that educated on yeah. it, but I do. I yeah, I think we or at least I anyway. Um, a few years back, I don't remember exactly what grade I was in. We had a unit about um, undocumented immigrants and immigrancy and stuff like mm. that. 
Um, and we talked a lot about kids who were really suffering because they were brought here by their parents and they were undocumented even though, you know. I remember that. They, yeah, do you remember that? I do. And I just feel like, um, you know, coming back to that conversation and hearing people talk about what they went through because they weren't able to get citizenship here or whatever struggles, they couldn't get a job or go to school um, because of something that ultimately wasn't their choice. I don't, that's yeah. really unfair to me. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for your call, Michael. Let's go to Fred in Bellingham. Hi, Fred. Hello. How are you today? Good. Good. Thanks for calling. Good evening, Aitha and uh, Ella. Yeah. Pleased to meet you. I only called. I didn't want to miss this opportunity to uh, introduce them to maybe some jazz. Okay. And I was <laughs> going to suggest the Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli mm. as something that might be interesting listening material to them. A band out of the 30s. Uh-huh. The Django, D-J-A-N-G-O. I'm I'll familiar. leave it at that. Yeah. A guitar mm-hmm. player yep. and, uh, and Stefan Grappelli, an yeah. incredible know, violinist. Yeah. Yep. I play yeah. the violin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I thought you might be interested, so thank I... Thank you. I am, yeah. I love jazz. So thank you. <laughs> All oh, right. good. All right. Thank do you, you very do, much. Do you play, Fred? Are you a uh, musician? No, I don't. I just like to listen. Fantastic. <laughs> well, thanks. I found it a few years ago, and uh, I didn't like it before, but I've, uh, as I've aged, I've aged into it. Uh-huh. You're talking about jazz in general? Yes. Uh-huh. I've been listening to KNKX for the last four or five years and okay. uh, enjoying more of the music than I thought I would. All right, fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Y'all have a good evening. You too. And uh, let's see, Rick in Bellingham has some thoughts uh, mu- about music or a question about music, Rick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I had one that I was going to ask, but then when you, but when, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Aoife you yeah, mentioned Aoife, that she yeah. was playing uh, violin. Were you part of that program that, that they, I think, was like for fifth graders they're like mm, um yes. they, the school had a program about the violin playing I, yeah me and ella were actually yeah oh, we were oh, both oh. part of that i think yeah that was definitely really fun and um mr strobel shout out to mr strobel if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> um he i've been playing since well technically since fifth grade but um yes yeah, since sixth grade on i've been playing till 10th now um and it was a really fun little program it was it definitely was. fun to like introduce that because it's even if you're not yeah. going to, like, carry it on, you know, or do it for the rest of your life. It's yeah. just something fun to have It was have good to try. And Mr. Strobel's great at te- – he, he teaches me now. Um, oh, uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, – right. Private lessons or no, as just, your dra- band yeah, or your orchestra director? School, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he's a really – yeah, he's great. But, uh, yeah, I remember that very well from fifth grade. And I we mean, played – it was really fun, too. He made it really fun. And Oh, he, great. Yeah. yeah, because they have, they have, a, they have a, a – a, in, you know they send they send a newsletter every quarter to Bellingham residents about the Bellingham School District and and mm-hmm. in the latest one they had they had a they had a piece in there about that yeah. and, and then um, <laughs> I have kind of a silly question I was just wondering what you guys think of the Taylor Swift phenomenon. Oh, yeah, oh. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take your answer off. <laughs> okay, thanks, off Rick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we're you were pretty good at this. I'd say Ella can take this I one. I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> Everyone who is listening, yep. Ella Tham loves Taylor Swift, and yep. my dad got us tickets in 2024. <laughs> yep. I am so excited. Aristor. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I yeah. W- yeah. I was. I, I went crazy. Yeah. It was I, like, yeah. a, and, and for anybody who's into concerts, has gone to concerts over the years, I mean, it's like, it was like an, an insane frenzy to oh, get these yes. tickets. It it's was like, crazy. Yeah. It's like, this is like a part of history. This it is, really is. And me and Ella, and like, it was me, my mom, and you two actually, yeah. we went to the movies uh-huh. uh, to see yeah. the Ares tour, and that was really fun. They were like, like eight other people in the theater and everyone and was just standing up and dancing and yeah. it was yeah it was really fun but um, yeah it was yeah. kind of nice that it wasn't really crowded i know yeah, yeah i, I like honestly that. preferred it that way but yeah we're big swifties i'd say you ella's are. definitely a bigger Swiftie than me. <laughs> so is it but, just her um, music or is it her persona is it i think everything all of it i mean she i think it definitely a big part of it is because she's so likable mm. you know like she's such a honest and down-to-earth person and yeah. You know, fame has never made her jealous or spiteful or, 
you know, and she, also Makes she's amazing music. It's too. <laughs> extremely talented. Yeah. Her songwriting is beautiful. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's also easy to connect you, like the eras of your life yes. to this to the albums. Very true. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Very true. If I'm sad, if I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Ella has turned me into a bit of a Swifty. Yeah. Oh, you are. A Swiftie. I'm not a country music fan, so I'm not really too much into the country. Well, that was era. like you like our song. Yeah. Yeah, you that's like a, that's, that's a sweet yeah. song. That never misses. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get, all right, go ahead and sing it. Sing us out. Here. Oh yeah. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. Ella and Eva are our guests here on KGMI Connects three six zero six seven six five four six four. They'll answer your questions in just a moment. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. Hello folks, this is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and we can show you how to set your family up for success. Carpet Liquidators makes floor shopping as simple as one, two, three. Number one, go to CarpetLiquidators.com and choose the type of flooring you're looking for. Number two, schedule a shop at home time that works for you. Our flooring experts will bring your samples directly to your doorstep. Number three, we'll take measurements and provide you with a quote. And best of all, it won't cost one penny more than coming to the store. Visit CarpetLiquidators.com. It's quick, easy, and the visit is free. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to Service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art and enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Neater House of Luxury with Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry including GIA certified diamonds and lab grown diamonds and custom design. Neater House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's back patio. The cranberry sauce we have mashed potatoes. Oh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Glenn. Thank you for being there. Please. Thank you for loving me. Oh, God. Everyone's thanking. The whole Glenn. world's thanking you. you. Stop. Thanking Glenn. us. Stop. Thanking you. Glenn. Kill the turkey. Glenn. <laughs> Bob's Burgers, yeah. yeah. Well, our guests here in the studio, Aoife and Ella. And uh, they're yep. two, two, well, Aoife's already 16. Ella's just uh, days away from being 16. Yes, and, I am. Uh, talking about what influences them and what their interests are and whatever other questions you might have to ask them. And, well, John in Bellingham's been holding on. Hi. Oh, we lost John, but we do have Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Oh, hi, Joe. Sorry about that, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Hey, I thought you had a good one, Joe. Uh, good start of your program. Uh, you, you you were talking about uh, music and favorite bands would you like to see, and I wish you kind of gone down that track a little bit because some of the news. I mean, you just had to take a break from some of the hardships and yeah, and the yeah. pain associated with the news today. So, yeah, a hey, um, Ella and, and Aoife, thanks thanks for showing up today. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. I wanted to ask you about you know in your age groups and people you hang out with and stuff, and I'm. I'm curious about the direction music is going, mm-hmm. and um, you know, my, my parents back in the day they were uh, professional uh, musicians, entertainers. Oh, they had a they had a show, and 
and uh, they were quite popular around Washington State at the time. You know, you could actually make some real good money back then as as a band that would be local. Huh. And they 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 had to play all their own instruments. Uh, they they had to hire you know the musicians, you know the, the uh, trombonist, the bass player, uh, stuff like that. My mom played piano. My dad uh, played all the horns and, and was the front man. But so they had to create things organically, just with the raw talent, singing, and then the the music coming out of their instrument. I'm wondering, are, do you think for what are young people? Because there's a whole lot of technology now, a whole uh-huh. lot of technology to help you out with and make yeah. you sound better than you really should be. What yeah. What is the focus for, for young musicians uh, today compared to, like, back in the day? Well, I would say um, Aoife can probably speak on this a little bit better than I can because she's more involved in um, the music world actively, like, <laughs> as a participant than me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll let you go first, Aoife. All right. Um, Well, yeah, I'd say personally from my experience, I don't think, well, it's hard to say. I think technology is definitely a good help for things nowadays, but um, I play violin um, and I occasionally play guitar, um, but it's definitely nice having like even just like small things like Mm -hmm. uh, just like having like a tuner on YouTube or something, you know, like it's great to just have that. But um. I haven't really thought about that, how, you know, technology influenced uh, yeah. music. But I think it definitely changed a lot because... Um, it's a tool. Yeah, and, definitely. It's a tool. I, um, and, and I, I right. you know, because I, you know, I was a musician as a young person and, I mean, still am. I haven't, I don't really play on a regular basis now, but uh, I got, a you know, college, my college degree is in music and... And so I'm old school, uh, you know, instrumentalist. But when you see what people do with electronics, and it's all part of the creative process. Yeah. And, um, you know, just through the ages, people have used whatever to yeah. make music. And it's just another another type of instrument, I guess, you could look at it as. Um, yeah. It still takes right. talent. My, my, concern, my concern would be it making us lazy. Like you mentioned, you mentioned the tuner, you know. Yeah. And uh, of course, I, I've got a tuner for my guitar, and then I have a guitar that has a built-in tuner. You know, right. who'd have mm-hmm. thought of that? And then yeah. I hear there's guitars that tune themselves. That's crazy. Yeah. And, I, and I just, I just wonder if we're if if we can get too lazy. Like you were mentioning Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, I know she just started out with a guitar on her lap. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, and went, went from there, and then you know she. So everything is building on her. You know, being a true musician from you know for a real organic place, and I, I just I worry a little bit that we're uh, get the temptation of uh, going to the auto tune or yeah. you know that type of thing, and I I just hope that that doesn't happen. I hope that's not our future of music. Yeah, I, All right. I would say it definitely. I wouldn't say I I definitely see where you're coming from, and I think in my opinion it can be not only like a creative tool and you know, help out um, just like, you know, new musicians and everything. But it's also, um, it's hard to say because I think definitely like a long time ago, it, it was, I wouldn't say, I think it was definitely harder because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you don't have like the access to technology now, but um, I think whatever you think think sounds good. Another thing too is, I feel like um, it's something to consider. A lot of young people, I guess I could speak with, you know, young people because that's what we are. Like me and my peers and whatever. I feel like we have a really good ear of who actually sounds good without auto-tune or without the background stuff. Uh And if someone doesn't sound good without it, they'll say something. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I feel like. You know, all right. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for your thoughts, Jim. And I mean, uh, when I was a kid, it was all the adults would say, "Ah, that garbage you kids listen to these days. They play three chords. That's all they know." Yeah. And some of them were just three chords, but they were pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like listening to it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) And but um, you know, when you think about it, and you know, up until. The last century, I mean, it, it's only been, and that's how how 
well, how fleeting, I guess, time yeah. or how, how time, because before, uh, you know, last century, there was no recorded music. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, he was talking about his, you know, pe- his parents being musicians and they could make a living. Well, if people wanted to hear music back in the day, they had to hire musicians. There, yeah. were, uh, there was no way mm-hmm. to, there were no stereos or radios or yeah. Which what I think have you. Which amps up your experience yeah. in my opinion mm-hmm. so do you guys ever imagine yourselves being back in that time before yeah. yes smartphones definitely. and oh, yeah. spotify <laughs> and yeah i don't talk about yeah. it a lot yeah? yeah yeah like what it would be like because it's well, like yes. it's such a different experience like knowing because i think we're pretty aware you know obviously we haven't of our use it, of our, yeah but yeah. like uh-huh. of you know the difference in, in like yeah. school nowadays and just mm-hmm. like things like that with technology because I think it would honestly just be kind of fun to like not right? have your phone and you can just like. I mean, I remember um, me and Aoife, we went to the same elementary school in yep. fifth grade. Uh-huh. And in fifth grade, we went to mountain school for three days and yes. we weren't allowed to bring our phones. Most fifth graders didn't have phones at the time. I but yeah. uh, I did. I left my phone at home like a very studious child. Me too. <laughs> and, um, you know, we all went off to the mountains for three days without our phones. And I remember talking to so many of my friends and we were like, you know, it was great just it's not so being nice. on my phone for three days. And, you know, of course, then I was like 12. So I had more yeah. tr- I was like I was less experienced right. with using my phone. And, you know, but also it's just like when you automatically reach for your phone and you don't have that like on you. Yeah. It's so like it's like maybe it's sometimes it's hard when you're like bored or something, but it like immediately springs conversation. And it's exactly. easier to like, I guess, like connect with nature yeah. and stuff like that. Well, that's <laughs> good to hear that you guys appreciate can appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because but I, I mean, appreciate yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. us adults are the same way. We've gotten addicted to these phones and these, yeah. these yeah. devices. Anyone will, you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. okay, I've got to wait for five minutes in the waiting room. I, yeah. Okay, get on and stroll, you know, scroll through. Yeah. And it's, but you're not really getting anything out of it. You're just yeah. sort of yeah. occupying your mind and it's yeah. just sort of... Um, <laughs> but but it is not. But if you sit back and you okay, put the phone away and then yeah. you think and you work your brain. For sure. Well, thanks you guys for coming in. Yeah, yeah thank you. This has been really super. Yeah. You were you were nervous before, but before yeah, I went on the air, but yeah, you, you're, you're like naturals. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All right. You should hire us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we got we'll the money you, to pay you. We'll be frequent. Yeah. Okay. Frequent flyers. We can entertain. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.